What's up, Scapists? Hey, before we get into this episode, I just wanted to let you know that we have a user survey up. We want to get some feedback from you guys. We want to improve the show, the podcasting experience. We want to make sure we have an excellent product for you. So we have a survey up. If you go to bit.ly slash GGP survey, that stands for Geekscape Games Podcast Survey, bit.ly slash GGP survey. You can do the survey for the Geekscape Games Podcast and let us know how we're doing. All right, let's get into level 146. This is Mr. Fedora Love Daddy Shin O'Hare, your voice of choice, the world's only 12-hour strongman on the air, here on Geekscape.net, the last on your browser, but the first in your hearts. And that's the truth, Ruth. Here I am. Am I here? You know it. It's you know. This is Mr. Fedora Love Daddy doing the nasty to your ears. Your ears to the nasty. I only play the platters that matter and the matters they platter. And that's the truth. Ruth. Doing the ying, doing the yang, doing the hip and the hop, the stupid fresh thing, the flippity flop. Oh! I have today's forecast for you, ladies. And it's hot! <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. This is a 9.45 a.m. recording of your favorite podcast. Uh, I'm, as you as you heard in the intro, Mr. Fedora Love Daddy, Shane O'Hare, and I'm uh, digitally uh, digitally joined with uh, Digital Derek. How are you doing, Digital Derek? Uh, I'm pretty good. I am excited to be recording a podcast before midnight. Well, um, uh, maybe if you... Uh, uh, quit your retail job um and uh uh was able to work a normal nine to five job we could do it this is this is all this is all your fault uh i mean i like i would say that like most of the time we're waiting for you <laughs> so <laughs> though sometimes i do work later usually i'm ready to go by 10 and then it's twelve thirty, and we're like where's shane <laughs> You greatness does not rush for anybody. What? Greatness does not that, rush. That's a terrible sentence. But is greatness on time? Great, gr- greatness. Uh, greatness. I think what he's trying to say is you can't rush perfection, but he's trying to like tweak it to sound different because he says you can't rush perfection all the time. And that other voice chiming in is the absolutely lovely, adoring, beautiful Josh Jackson. Thank you. Every fucking time. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this morning, sir? You 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 are much more uh turned on in the morning. Ooh, hello. Turned on. Mm. Um you um your um your clarity was brilliant in the pre-show. So I have well, to say I have to say we need to record earlier so I can get that 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 hot load of Josh first thing. Well, I I'm up at like seven in the morning, so my load's always always ready by then. <laughs> um can can you just like call me like first thing in the morning and just give me like the daily briefing? Sure, <laughs> I'll just I'll just call you and give you a motivational quote. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> it's like after the rain comes the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a bukkake joke in there somewhere. Um, are we are we outside of the five minute buffer? No, we're not. So yes, we uh, no no we're not. We no. we just hit six minutes of recording. So right, and that other lovely voice chiming in is Miss Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for corned beef. Uh, is that racist? You are the corniest of beef. It is not racist because I'm Irish, so I'm allowed to do it. I'm a self-deprecating potato. Yeah, but I'm Irish, so I can take offense to that. Um, no, you can't. I can. No, you can't. Why? Why is that? Why is that racist? Because that's implying that all Irish. No, we don't. I hate corned beef. Corned beef and cabbage is gross. You just hate it. You just hate it because you had it so much growing up as an Irish. (laughs) No, I I think my grand my grandma made it one time because my. Stereotypically, my all Irish grandfather was born on St. Patrick's Day. Spoiler <laughs> alert: his name is Patrick. Um, and we made it one time for his birthday or something. It was so fucking gross. I wouldn't eat it. I went to the kitchen and made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Was he dancing a jig when he was born? Um, probably. That's also racist, but we'll take it. <laughs> so problematic. So problematic. I think the C stands for cranky today. <laughs> it's too early for everybody it's else. Too early for everybody else. <sighs> Um, I have a herniated disc, and so I'm doing this in bed. This is, this is, you guys get the, the Jeekscape before dark, but, um, do you like my outfit? It's cute. I don't know. Derek, this is your show. This is, we're up because of you, so take it away, Derek. I did, we're not, we are not up because of me. <laughs> I just suggested that maybe we do it in the daytime at some point. Anyways, what have you been playing, Shane? I've been playing fucking nothing. <laughs> I've... I've I herniated my disc because I was working too hard and I come home, sit in the bathtub, doubled over in pain, and then I crawl into bed and I watch YouTube videos. I've played nothing. Did you watch gaming YouTube videos? What kind of games did you watch on YouTube? Um so uh actually what have I been watching on YouTube gaming wise? Um there's a YouTube You watch Drake play Fortnite. Oh yeah, God's plan! God's plan! I'm gonna quit. <laughs> uh-huh. I I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just been watching like video game reviews. So there's a YouTuber called Shammy S H A W M Y Shammy, uh, and he does uh, pretty funny funny reviews. So in between the um the oxycodone uh, trips, uh, um, I have vivid flashes of watching his youtube reviews actually I, I i don't take oxy that that was a joke uh, opiates are a terrible terrible plague on the united states and it's a huge problem because of the pharmaceutical companies and healthy alternatives like marijuana and kratom are being pushed out by the dea so what game was he playing in those reviews <laughs> um he just he just reviews a bunch of <laughs> bunch of bunch of stuff he has a review he has a three-part review series of no man's sky that's actually pretty good Ooh, that sounds interesting. Is it like at launch and then six months later and then now? Yep, actually. Yeah. No way. That I would be interested in because I hear the game's actually really like really intriguing and really good now. Um, he completely deconstructs the uh, the single player story. Um, and apparently, apparently, spoiler alert, um, they they just like mimicked the Bible and the story, the story for well, that's a popular <laughs> the theme. story for no man's sky is the bible so has anyone i think i've asked this on another podcast but did you guys see mother Mm-mm. no such a fucking good movie it was also it was also the bible but <laughs> it was also the bible is that a horror movie uh that's how it's advertised yeah that's how it's advertised <laughs> is that, is it-, it ends up it ends i have no idea what kind of movie it was by the time i finished <laughs> watching it 
I thought it was, wasn't it about like, wasn't it like allegorical for like the earth turning on us because like mother earth and, and all that sort of stuff. And because we've treated it so poorly over it our was, lives. Pretty much. It was allegorical for like God choosing humanity over the earth pretty much. Uh, okay. So, so what you're saying is <laughs> God had a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm serious. I, I guess, yeah. You could you could you could sum up mother in those two God words. <laughs> I think I think Drake might have got actually like a writing credit on the uh, the film. <laughs> I'm so fucking retarded. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, you can't say that word anymore. It's like not it's not cool. Yeah, oh, you can't say retarded. Sorry. That's what we get for that. But the end bomb, you're like. Rah, 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 rah. I mean. Let's talk about the end bomb. Nagasaki was a pretty good end bomb. I mean, <sighs> was an I mean, A-bomb. thankfully we could still talk about corned beef. It hasn't, <laughs> we haven't had that taken I, from I actually us have, yet. I have corned beef in the oh. fridge that is today's uh, dinner. Gross. I had corned beef for breakfast this morning. Nice. Ew. I have never had hash. corned beef in my entire life. Get the I fuck out. I don't think it's a thing it. in Canada. <laughs> well, you got poutine, If there's so Irish okay. in Canada, there's corned beef somewhere. I only know like one Irish person. I think. Well, we you know. know you bring some with them. You think? <laughs> we know what Eric. We know what Derek's eating at Comic Con. Then I guess <coughs> corned beef. This no. ass. Yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> stuffed with corned beef. Ugh. Ew. And Panda Express. Yes, and Panda <laughs> Express. Wait, you, you like Panda Express? Yeah, Panda Express super, is delicious. It's delicious. It, it's just fucking fast food. Get delicious it's- Chinese tasting fast food you know what you do when you go to panda express you get the the triple item plate and just get all three of your items as the grilled chicken with matt kelly is gonna be so jealous <laughs> with half vegetables and half brown rice and then that's like yo why is the rice gotta be brown because, because it's, it's better, better than better white rice <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's just fast food like i have a um so when alaska got its first panda express as i prop myself up um I had a friend of mine that she's like, oh my God, I go to Panda Express every day. It's such good cuisine. And I'm like, girl. Cuisine? (laughs) It's just. I'm sorry. It's just fast food. If you're in Alaska and you're in Anchorage and you're going to Panda Express over Twin Dragons, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Fuck Twin Dragons. Dude, you don't even know. I don't. There's there's no Twin Dragons anywhere here, but still. No, it's because it's not a chain. Like, I just feel like, like it's very, like, for instance, comparing something like that to a an actual Chinese restaurant, I feel like is like comparing like McDonald's to like a real restaurant. Like it's something where it's, it's like a Burger very King. different. Well, it's like, like Burger King is what you said. <laughs> I mean, it's for me. It's... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, to be honest, like it's like a, five, like it's like a five is... guys Burger King. But, like comparison. it's a, it's just a very different and specific taste. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like sometimes when you're like, Oh, I want a burger. You just want like a fucking big bang. I'll be honest. I've gone to quote unquote real Chinese food restaurants, and there's there's really not that much. Dragons. Why are we? Is this a fucking Chinese food podcast? What is this? <laughs> what is happening? Well, we lost Shane. <laughs> this early maybe this is too early it's not that funny <laughs> christ uh, god's plan god. um, 
Speaking of Chinese food, <coughs> both, both, both. <coughs> oh, all right. Let's. I'll wait. Oh, I'll wait. I'm just go. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been playing, Derek? Uh, uh, I just want to say, speaking of Chinese food, both Michaela and Shane and Jonathan did not enjoy McDonald's special Szechuan sauce. I didn't like it either. You didn't like it either. I, I thought I, it was I did, fucking but... delicious. Since, I think it was not great. Like, I'm not the gonna... guy who loves Panda Express. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Josh know, likes I'm... Panda. Josh, I think Josh liked Panda Express. He liked the Szechuan sauce too. I like. You know, we're not it, wrong. We're just like... different. We're like, just. Different. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't pick the Szechuan sauce over like the buffalo, buffalo? sauce or their barbecue See, sauce. There's so coming from Canada, we only have. Th- I think we have three options, and that's hot mustard, sweet and sour, and barbecue. Their barbecue is fucking gross. No, we don't have buffalo. <gasps> I'm never going to Canada. We don't even have like honey mustard. We used to have honey mustard. Honey mustard. We got rid of honey mustard. It's Um, too sweet. But you guys have like fucking 10 choices in America, don't you? Like there's a million McNugget sauces. We've got. There are more McNugget sauce choices than there are shapes of chicken McNugget. Like that Uh, is. What? What? It's ridiculous. What what part of the chicken is shaped like a boot anyway? (laughs) The the feet, obviously. (laughs) Nice. Jesus. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got nine different sauces. Nine sauces. There's only four shapes of chicken McNugget, and you have There's- you have that's more I mean, than double. How many shapes of nugget? <laughs> do you think do you think you can like specify the shapes when you go to order? Like No. Like you only want Don't the boots. Don't do that. Don't do that. So poor. Poor people. Like which which McNugget has the most surface area? And can you just request? Can you request only that? Jesus Christ! Uh, bitching with Babish taught us how to make our own nuggets, and I've been wanting to do that ever since I watched him do that. that. Sounds like a good idea. We lost Shane. I can't. I think we lost Shane a while ago. You lost me around episode ten. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah. It's not that funny. I'm just not. I'm sick. I'm sick, guys. Oh. I'm sick. Daddy needs his and daddy his, needs and his cries and his cries for help were ignored. <laughs> Bitch. I'm out of coffee again. <sighs> uh so what I've been playing, uh now to to get back on topic. Uh some Witcher 3, naturally. Uh, I finally made it to the last continent. Uh, continent? Are you playing Witcher 3 to prepare for Soul Calibur? Oh, yeah, that I'm excited for. Now I'll probably buy Soul Calibur just because I'm so into Witcher 3. Um, but, I, I mean, I can't talk about it enough. I am super enjoying it. And it's the point where, like, I feel like because I focused on so many of the side quests and stuff in on the first map, uh, the first two maps, rather, um, that I feel like a lot of the... I'm, I've just gotten to Skellige, which is, like, the last continent, as far as I know, unless something else pops up. Um, but, uh, I, I, I did so many of the side quests on the previous maps that I'm kind of over leveled for a lot of the side quests that are being introduced to me at the beginning of this map. But I'm, I still find that I'm doing a lot of them, which is like I'm annoyed by, but is also like fine because the side quests often have such interesting storylines to them themselves that like when I spend like half an hour or 40 minutes doing a side quest and it's like you've gained four experience points, like I don't even care. Um <laughs> But then I'm like, oh, I need to, like, keep progressing through the main story as well, because, like, I don't know, like, I'm getting to a point where, for instance, I want to focus on this game, and I love this game, and I'm listening through the audiobooks, and they're fantastic. Like, I'm super invested in this whole franchise at this point, I feel like. But, like, for instance, next Tuesday, uh, Sea of Thieves comes out. 
next Tuesday that A Way Out co-op game from EA comes out, which looks phenomenal as well. Um, and then the following week, Far Cry 5 comes out, which I think I'm literally just going to not even unwrap and put on the shelf because I'll still be playing those <laughs> other games from the previous week. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like it's, I'm getting to a point where I like, I feel like I need to finish it right now because like see if these is going to take up a bunch of time. I'm sure a way out will be probably a day. So who, you know, that's, that's whatever, but isn't a way out that co-op game. Yes. Yeah. So it's that uh, co-op only like prison escape game. Yeah. Um, from the creator director of uh, brothers, a tale of two sons, which was a fantastic title a few years back. I think I have that game. Uh, I think they gave it away for free on like games with gold and like a couple of other things. Not that you have an Xbox, but I think it was free or very cheap of uh, a number of times across different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that game was fantastic. And this game, like they have, like I've been avoiding much of the, like, I don't know how many gameplay videos or anything have come out at this point, but aside from the initial gameplay trailer, which were, which is really unique because they were showing off like, like one character could be in a cutscene while the other character is actually like actively doing stuff. And the way the screen splitting changes based on like what's happening. And, you know, you, you will just have different perspectives of, of the same events at a lot of times. Cause one of the characters is brand new to this prison. And one of the characters is, has been in this prison for some time. So you actually, as one character will like watch the other guy basically enter, um, enter the environment and everything like that. It just seemed really unique. Um, I think it'll help replayability too, at least, you know, once you've played one character, you can go back and play and see what you can do differently as the other person. Um, I don't know. It just looks super cool. I, I, um, I, I can't wait for that one. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've been pretty vocal about how excited I am for Sea of Thieves. Um, <clears throat> hoping to put up or like put a review together for that one as well, just based on what I've played so far and naturally what I play in the full version as well. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like one of the most exciting aspects for me is that i often like i like the idea of multiplayer games and online multiplayer games but because i feel like my gaming time is so limited like it's something where i'll grab a game on launch day and i can play with my friends for like three days and then i can't play for a week or two weeks and then there's no point ever playing with them again because if they join me they're so overpowered that it's not even fun or challenging and you know like or things like like games like borderlands and stuff where it's like literally you just have to be at the same level or like there's there's no point to playing <clears throat> this one i think i with sea of thieves i feel like it's kind of it's kind of a, a blessing and a curse because pretty much you're just unlocking cosmetic items so they're like i could feel like a lot of people are feeling feeling like it doesn't have or it doesn't feel like it has much in terms of progression because aside from unlocking better looking or more rare cosmetic items like like what is keeping you going to that next voyage or whatever whereas for me it means that even if i can't play for a week because you know i'm working and we're podcasting and there's other stuff going on it means that i can jump in that next week and and not feel you know not feel overly challenged or not feel not challenged because because the difficulty is going to be the same regardless and so that's something that i'm quite excited for but i've seen a lot of people people being vocal about it it has how that's a bad thing and i think it's just i mean it's a different perspective of course but um i'm excited to be able to play with people i know for real more than the first few days that the game comes out is my big thing here so yeah um and i mean you guys you guys on pc like potentially we could even play it together i was gonna say i listened to the tide pooling episode since i wasn't there also just just a quick thing don't fucking throw your trash in the thing and cut up your fucking can things don't listen to shane fucking plastic is a problem don't listen to shane plastic is a problem we don't don't need to tell you not to listen to shane (laughs) but um just listen to shane and you'll know 
to not listen to Shane. Yeah, yeah. God's plan. But, um, God damn it. Um, but I, I got kind of excited when I heard that because I wanted to play Sea of Thieves. But like consoles for me are hard to play on. Like I'm still trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to modify my controller so I can use it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, because my thumbs are all bajaggedy and busted. Um, so like when I heard that you guys talking about oh you can just mirror it on your pc like i got really excited that i could potentially play with you guys yeah yeah because it is a it i and it's pretty cool that microsoft's been doing that anything pretty much pretty much anything microsoft published these days is play anywhere so if you buy one version of the game you inherently just get the other version as well and you know sea of thieves gears of war 4 they all have cross-platform play between the pc and xbox versions as well so and i I mean a a game like this is perfect for it too because where gears of war it could be it's something where it's typically unless you're playing on something like horde mode it's typically competitive which uh, in a lot of cases is going to give an advantage to those playing with mouse and keyboard this is your playing cooperatively with your friends right so um yeah, no, it's it's. I yeah. it would be. Yeah. To, I got to figure out how to reinstall. To jump the, into that with the, you guys for sure. Yay. Microsoft Store on my computer. Yeah, you do. Uh, so yeah, aside from Witcher three and that gigantic tangent, uh, <laughs> put I put about a day. Uh, the the Warner Brothers or Warner Brothers Games launched a uh, Westworld mobile game. Um, kind of kept my attention for like an afternoon, and then I haven't opened it since. Uh, but it was pretty fun. It's like very uh, very inspired. I will say by uh, Fallout Shelter. Um, so it's so it's garbage. Uh, I mean, a lot of people really liked Fallout Shelter. A lot, a, a lot of people like the voice. It's still garbage. I love the voice. You're so <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> You also like Rick and Morty and Szechuan sauce. So, um. Anyways, yeah. I, but, I mean, I appreciate that you also like me. Like so different tastes. You are so, so. interrupty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what else is new? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's free to download. I th- I don't know if it's rolled out to the US yet because it was like a Canadian soft launch thing. Um, so I I mean I I played it for an afternoon. It was pretty fun. Uh, it's interesting because you actually have to manage things like the um like the hosts and if you are overusing certain hosts, they have like you'll have to send them in for like analysis to get fixed because they start glitching out. And so it adds, a, it adds some elements. Some of the things are more simple, but it also adds some elements to the kind of the formula of fallout shelter. Um, you can also, cause you have a limited amount of hosts that you can have in the park at any one time. So you have, you can, for instance, combine hosts to like, like make the host that remains a higher level and that sort of thing. So <clears throat> you can, uh, you can pre-register it pre-register for it right now in the play store okay um this is fucking weird so you can have so anyway i'm looking at i'm looking at the uh the the, the app in the play store and there's yeah pre-registration rewards if like a pre-order reward so there's a quarter of a million registrations you get early access to lawrence <clears throat> that milestone has been met. Milestone two at half a million registrations, you get coins and gems. Oh, that's interesting. Mile- milestone three, seven hundred fifty thousand. Um, you get the basic host code pack, and then at a million registrations, you get a crafting pack. That is that is odd. I feel like that's kind of like it's, it's almost like when you you would see like uh like stretch goals on Kickstarter yeah. and stuff like that. But in this case, you're just signing up to want to download a free game. So I feel like that's something that. That's super smart marketing because it means it's something like if I were to go and pre-register, I would be like, oh, hey, hey, you five people, 10 people, 20, 20 people like hit this button and we'll all get more stuff when the game launches. Yeah, but like, I feel like that's that's kind of a neat. I think it, I I just find it. Um, <clears throat> I find it interesting, though, that that is baked into uh, the Play Store. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's, that's 
Interesting. So, um, so yeah, so that was cool. That was worth a, it, I mean, it's worth a shot. Oh, Scribble Nuts is in the Play Store. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. It was fun. I, I don't know if or when I'll go back to it, but, uh, no, it's pretty neat. What, what was the, um, and then aside from what that, what was the most compelling thing for West, Westworld? Like, uh, what, what, what do they do differently than the Fallout Shelter game? Uh, I mean, it. I don't know that it did much that differently, but I got pretty into Fallout Shelter, and because this felt like Fallout Shelter, I got pretty into this for a day. But um, but then it was, yeah. Like I'm not playing. I don't play a lot of mobile games at this point. Um, I kind of get in, like I'll fall into one for a while, and then kind of fall out into the next one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, this one, I, I think I've just been. I kind of had a goal to play and try to finish more games this year. And so the game time, like in the past where I, you know, if I'm at home and I'm not going to be doing anything, I'll, I would potentially throw on a show on Netflix, but also kind of, uh, you know, play something on my phone, depending on what was going on. And now I'm choosing to say play Xbox instead, which is obviously much more active um, uh, than watching Netflix and playing a game on your phone. Active in terms of you need to be paying attention to it, not active as in for your body. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad but, uh, you you backed up and made that distinction because we were all so confused. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been exercising a bit too, <laughs> so I, you know, getting back on. I'm getting on the exercise bike. I'm trying to shed a few pounds so I can look good for Shane at Comic Con. Aww. Uh, go from yeah. there. Uh, and then so the uh, Epic Games rolled out the first wave of invites for Fortnite uh, Mobile Edition. This week, uh, I was lucky enough to grab one of those. Uh, put a few rounds into it. It's uh, it's interesting. It runs it runs quite well. It looks really good. It's it's feels pretty incredible to know that like you can play this game, which is like literally the hottest game on any platform at this point. You can fucking play it on your cell phone. Like that feels crazy, and it's it's pretty much the same experience. Um, of course, it is on a touchscreen, so it's something controls are something that do take some time to get used to, and and I'm still trying to get used to them. Um, Just um, sync uh, sync your uh, DualShock Four to your phone. Uh, so the game doesn't support controllers at all at this point, but will be in the future. Um, but uh, they. They, the the controls are quite simple. The controls work quite well. It's just that the obviously trying to emulate or trying to be a third person or first person shooter on a platform with no buttons is tough. Um, so things like the close the close quarters shooting gets can get a little bit iffy because you are like it is hard to aim. Um, they, there's quite a bit of aim assist in this version of the game, I believe. Um, and it's cool because you can play cross platform as well. By default, you'll only play with other mobile players, but you can choose to jump into like a friend on Xbox or PlayStation or pc or uh mac uh you can choose to jump into their squad or their duo and actually play alongside those that are playing on an, on an actual console which is pretty incredible um it's cool too because your progress syncs between platforms you're playing Ooh. on so um so michaela has been playing as well because i got a couple of invite codes the day after so i invited her over and um her she she has like the current battle pass and a bunch of the like she's got the rewards from the twitch prime this month and so she could she, her battle pass progress syncs whether she's playing on xbox or on her cell phone which is pretty neat um i think it's gonna be huge i mean the fortnite's already massive and the fact that you will at, at soon uh you know it's invite only for now it sounds like they'll probably be scaling things up pretty quickly for that but just the fact that you like it's this hottest game and you can literally play it no matter what you're on is really cool uh i do hope that they do things like adjust the certain control elements um 
you know, for instance, the like to aim down sights is kind of awkward right now because it's like a button that you have to like you press a button that's up kind of above where you would use the right stick area. And so it kind of just feels awkward to be moving away from that in order to zoom in, whereas on a console, of course, is much more fluid. Um, one thing I'd like to see from that is the uh, every iPhone that the game functions on uh, has a pressure sensitive touchscreen. So I've seen other shooters in the past use the 3D touch functionality to to be like, you know, just push hard on the screen and you'll zoom in. Uh, I'd love to see something like that because it's just something where it's much more fluid. Um, but no, it's it's like for literally the first release of this game on a mobile platform, like it feels fantastic. Um I'll definitely probably, you know, it's something I, I've been playing it at work on my lunch break, for instance, which is pretty rare for me to do. And I could definitely see myself continuing it. So that's pretty cool. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Should I play Fortnite? Uh, did you play PUBG at all? No. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, if you like the idea potentially of a battle royale game, I think it's super fun. Um, I also feel like I am like, like I have not looked at PUBG in some time because I can't, PUBG runs like shit and you can't expect it to run well on anything. Like Fortnite on the phone runs better than PUBG on the Xbox One X. Like that is ridiculous. And uh, um, yeah, Fortnite is just so much more polished. The games are faster because the map is smaller. Um, it's it's a sim- bit of a simpler experience because you don't need to de- like your your inventory is much more limited and you don't need to deal with things like like suppressors or s- different scopes or anything like that, which is cool. Um, but I feel like the interface as it is right now in PUBG is quite clunky for it. Um, I don't know. I have I have more fun with Fortnite than I do with PUBG for sure. Although the intense moments in PUBG are far more intense and far more exciting than the most intense moments in Fortnite are. If there was a um, if there was a Fire Emblem crossover, Josh, would you play it? Um, no. <laughs> there was a Fire Emblem uh, shooter crossover. It was called fucking Codename Steam, and it fucking sucked. Oh yeah, you didn't. I thought I really enjoy, I enjoyed Codename Steam. I got it. I got it from Goodwill's Amazon account uh, page for five bucks. Goodwill has an Amazon on a, Amazon account. Apparently, <laughs> I got it for five bucks, and so basically, what I gather is that Fortnite is the Rick and Morty of shooters. <laughs> everybody, everybody likes it, but it's actually trash. Uh, I actually who ah, I reviewed I reviewed Codename Steam in March 2015, and I gave it a three point five out of five. <laughs> I just remember the stupid. Uh, like how you had to watch all the turns play out and it like took fucking forever. <laughs> so so I put, we were doing the T- TLDR thing back then, which I quite liked. I had plus top-notch presentation, plus unique mechanics make the turn-based gameplay feel fresh, plus a ton of varied content, minus enemy turns happen in real time, meaning that you kept waiting and waiting and waiting for your next turn. <laughs> that was the, yeah. So yes, that was a, but I think, didn't they fix that in, a, in they an, did update? an update? They did an update where you could fast they, forward it, but you still yeah, had to sit through yeah. it. Okay, I see. But yeah. Great. Josh, what did you play? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Um, I'm playing. I played Life is Strange be- uh, before the storm farewell because of our conversation last week, where I promised I'd play it. And I always deliver on my promises, mm. except except <laughs> for when I don't. Except for when I say I'm going to be here at ten o'clock. Um, but ten p.m. is what you were looking yeah, at. Yeah, so ten. PM. So technically, I I guess yeah. So technically, I didn't break my promise because I'll I'll make sure to log in at ten p.m. tonight. <laughs> but. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, it was really good. It was pretty, it was short. It was about what I expected. Like it wasn't as in-depth or in-detailed as the major ones were, the previous chapters. It was really cool being able to play as Max again and kind of see what their what their interactions and their lives were like before all this crazy shit happened. Um, 
it was i thought the presentation and the way that they scripted the characters was really well done because you could like with chloe you could see glimpses of the person chloe would become but in a way where she still kind of had her i don't i don't want to say innocence but more like she wasn't like as bitter towards the world yet and all of that so totally you could st- it it was interesting playing it in reverse it's like we've already seen what happens to these characters and now we're playing as younger versions of them and they did a good job of showing what their personalities are like before that while still feeling true to who the characters would become i guess mm-hmm. um the storyline of it was just basically how max is leaving is afraid to tell chloe um and it it leads up to like the ending was was heartbreaking of course but i wasn't as emotional about it as you were derek mostly because i felt like i was expecting it to end that way which i feel like everybody probably should have but at the same time it's like you know the entire plot of before the storm was about the fallout to that event and then yeah was also a major part of the of the original life is strange so it's kind of like it was it, it i felt like it put a nice when I, like i feel i feel like an idiot for expecting it to be like this happy you know like for for me reading farewell as like a like a goodbye to these characters and like some sort of happy moment like for me to read it as that i was, I was a fucking idiot like <laughs> have i have i even played life is strange say, like there is no there are like no strange. happy like, yeah. there are no there are like basically no happy moments in the entire series like it is a heartbreaking fucking game and uh it would have been untrue to the series to uh to make it any different not to mention i can't I don't want to talk about it here because it's super spoilery, but like the last scene I felt like was a real like dick move by yeah, by one yeah. of the characters' parents. I guess it would technically be their fault, but Oh yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, what the fuck? When do you like like why do you why do you leave at that point? But anyway. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh it was really well done. It was true to everything that we had seen up to that point for these characters and it's like I'm sad to see them go but at the same time I feel like we've explored at this point we've pretty much explored everything that we can so I'm ready to kind of move on to the don't, new don't approach that they take don't cry that it's over just be happy that it happened that doesn't work with life is strange like don't cry <laughs> just cry I think don't just cry that it's stop over. It just that's probably because... my favorite Adolf Hitler quote what god that that joke fell so fucking flat it was fl- it's flatter than crystal pepsi <laughs> Jesus Christ. Edit that out. Edit that out. But Crystal Crystal Pepsi's fizzy. But it's 30 years old. But they re, but they brought it out again and now Fuck! <laughs> God's plan! That's the only major thing that I played, but All right, this is this is I know we have we do. haven't segued this into the news. Yet. Hold on. Wait, wait, what? 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 I was about to segue oh. into the news. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I not allowed to talk about what I played this week? <laughs> Did- did you yes, forget you me? are but one of the games i played this week has to do no because one of the games i played this week has to do with the news okay. so i was gonna <gasps> yeah, that's cool. roll them into one and then <laughs> move on but yeah i was saying that i was playing star wars battlefront 2 and i got this weird fucking message when i logged in saying that they were gonna change the progression system and the loot boxes all of that which i was gonna say is one of our news points so i'll get into the more of that later but yeah I played Star Wars Battlefront. You can talk about it now. It I was just giving you shit. Fun. Yeah, yeah, no, talk about it now. Like, no, no. Oh, okay, fine. I wasn't really going to. Like, I wasn't going to go into detail yet, but sure. Um, I love you, Josh. Yeah, the. I love you. What? Oh, I love you too. Um, but yeah, so I logged in and it had the details of the message. So basically, what's happening is they're bringing back microtransactions, but they're getting rid of pay to win mechanics so like the short version of it is that the way that the game works right now you can buy 
loot crates with in-game currency or real money to get a random assortment of cards that give your characters buffs. So that's where the pay to win aspect comes in because the more of those cards you have the more likely you are to do better in the game um the way that they're going to change it i think on tuesday is that they're getting rid of the those loot boxes altogether the only way you'll be able to get them going forward is to unlock them by accomplishing like achievements or missions or whatever in the game and you can now get the cards by unlocking them by playing a certain classes enough times so they're going to make it more like a rpg like experience point progression system where you unlock those perks by playing more but in april they're planning on bringing back paid loot boxes but they're gonna take a more like overwatch style approach where the paid loot boxes are only gonna be uh cosmetic items yeah so most most recently they added a group of daily missions that would give you a special costume for luke and to my knowledge that was like the first alternate costume the game even features and that one was free as long as you completed like three were three weeks worth of daily challenges or whatever. But from what the report was saying that when they do bring loot boxes back, it's just going to be purely cosmetic. Um, like I was saying, the perks that you used to be able to buy are going to now just be strictly locked to um, player progression. That's, that's actually, that's very interesting. That was, um, that's kind of opposite of what everybody was thinking they were going to do. Yeah. I was, I thought they were just going to revert back to what it launched like with buying perks and, making the characters absurdly expensive so you'd have to uh spend a bunch of money to get them or play like 40 hours per character but no pretty much as far as i'm concerned they're pretty much switching over to probably what it should have been all along to avoid all the backlash even though i'm still not a big fan of like perks in online shooters but that's another story but i think that overall they're just handling it a lot better they won't hopefully hopefully in future games they will make different choices they won't like i wonder what i wonder how battlefront 2 will end up selling versus what it will have would have sold had the controversy not happened in the first Um, place that would yeah that actually would would if this version came out um at launch it i would have to say probably would i mean i probably would have bought it button button bought bought purchased yeah, I would have gotten to it. Botten it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Liddy. <laughs> Liddy, Liddy to titty. What have you been playing, Courtney? Um, I'm actually, I played some Overwatch and um, I did. That's awesome. Get to the news. So, Josh, tell us more. <laughs> to be fair, in the outline, it says games you've been playing and Courtney's is blank. And uh, somebody put, somebody, somebody put drugs All under right. my name. So. It wasn't me. It was. <laughs> God's plan. Anyway. Um, I've had a little bit of Overwatch to my place. I've just been like in a funk. Like every time I go to play something, nothing is appealing. Nothing like I don't want to play anything. There's no one around to play with, and so I've kind of been in a funk. Hey, if no- if uh, if nothing's appealing, then you should play Sea of Thieves because oh, uh, when you eat bananas. bananas in that game, you don't unwrap them first. It's- That's bizarre. Have you seen weird? Do you guys remember seeing Griffin McElroy eating yeah. a banana without peeling it first? Did you guys see that clip? I have, I have no idea who that is. Cause he was he was he was referencing um, Sea of Thieves. Was he really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that that was his reference, but like when I was at the Ratchet and Clank interview, Bellathorn was eating oranges without peeling them. Why? Why? Why was why was Bella Thorne at Ratchet and Clank? <laughs> she was a voice actor in the movie. Isn't she a porn star? No. No. She's an actress. Who's who's the who's the Bella porn star? Nikki Bella. You would be the one to know. Insulting anyway, the book of so dogs. I've been in a funk. Like nothing, nothing has been appealing. Like none of my usual go tos. None of my little mobile games. And it, 
kind of makes me sad because I want I have time now to play games. I'm done with school. I have my last day of class. I only have like a couple things to write up. And then all I have to do is pack up my house and figure out where I'm staying for like a month. But I just haven't wanted to play anything. And it's kind of depressing. It's weird. Belladonna. Belladonna. I was I was the same. I'm the same way. Like when I'm when I have time to play, I don't want to play anything. I think it's like for me, at least I think it's one of those things where you want what you can't have. Yeah. I am. I really want to play stuff when I'm too busy to play. And then when I have all the free time in the world, I'll lay in bed for eight hours. Yeah. Like I, I have, like I have the urge to play. It's just like, I start to play something. Like I tried playing Witcher three again and like, I couldn't get into Witcher three. And so I was like, all right, well maybe, maybe you just need some more Skyrim in your life. And that didn't help. And so I've just kind of been like floating from game to game and not really playing for more than, I don't know, 30 minutes total. It's just kind of sad. I don't like it. Did you, did you try that Sims Mobile? I did, and I played it for like twenty minutes, and then I was like, I can't play this anymore. Uh, uh, Michaela's still spending a ton of time in it and some money. She's spending. Oh some yeah, money in it. yeah, yeah. Michaela. Yeah. I mean, which is like, she's like, okay, I've spent, I've played ten hours. Can I? Should I spend seven dollars? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like sometimes I buy hundred dollar games and played them for two hours. So yeah. it's a great value right there. Oh, so I don't know. I've been in a funk. If anybody has a way of getting out of their gaming funk, uh, I will take suggestions. You should play Fire Emblem Heroes. Was that on mobile? Yes. Is my phone going to let me play is the question because apparently. Yes, it's like they're like little 2D chibi cutouts. They're fine. Okay. Well, it's because my well, because I should be able to play the other. What was it? Fucking Final Fantasy. And I can't play that because it was not compatible with my phone. That was 15, though. I think 15's a lot bigger. Is it? Is it? I mean, I I mean, my phone's plenty <laughs> big. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, what? It's so, it, my phone's so big. Like, you just, like. My phone, it's not like I have, like, a, a shitty third-party piece of shit phone. Like, I should be able to play games on my phone, and I haven't been able to. Hey, you know what? It's just, there's a higher being out there that's got a... If you fucking God's plan one more time in this episode, I swear to God, I will fly to Alaska just to fucking suffocate you. <laughs> so Drake played Fortnite with the ninja, and the internet broke, and Twitch uh, broke all of its streaming... I don't know, what's the word? Things? Streams? Yeah. They broke all their streaming um, streams? My my friend, who is currently up in Gnome, Google Gnome is... Uh, up in Gnome DJing, he... Isn't there a movie about finding Gnome? Ah, fucking gay spot! Quit fucking playing shit in my fucking ear! God damn it! You can turn that off. Uh, he's up, yeah, up in Gnome, and, uh, started, like, texting me. He's like, what is this? Like, I, Twitter's not loading, what is going on? Like, why is everyone talking about Drake? And I guess that story didn't have a punchline, never mind. Anyway, so yeah. Drake played Fortnite. Cool story, bro. And uh, if I could get the fucking article to load from GameStop without the god damned autoplaying. Uh, they're also planning some sort of giant celebrity Fortnite uh, game at E3 this year. Yeah. Um... It's like a hundred, I think, I don't know, I'm not sure if it was a hundred celebrities and a hundred Fortnite, like, professional players, or if it was 50 and 50, but I feel like that should be There will be uh, a total of 50 celebrities and 50 pro gamers mb player uh georgia that's a fucking stupid you won't get that reference no i won't um apparently roseanne Barr tweeted um i have 20 i have i have 20 Fortnite victory royale wins and she potentially could be at the uh the e3 
uh, event. In other news, Roseanne Barr is uh, <laughs> relevant again. Well, Roseanne is coming back, so she's got to get out there. That's right. That's right. Do you, do you guys remember when she sung the national anthem at that Padres game? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, it was like... Did you see how she tweeted that uh, she sang it better than Fergie did? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually funny. I mean, that's not hard to do. Yeah, well, you haven't seen Roseanne Barr sing the national anthem at a Padres game. You haven't lived. Yeah, you haven't lived. That's it. Does anybody else want to talk about anything? <laughs> I, I I got nothing. You guys woke me up. All right. So we didn't. I mean, we didn't make. We didn't we're wake you up. Br- we made a plan several days ago. I think you woke me up this morning. Actually, I think you texted me and woke me up. So you were up before me, which is some weird parallel universe. It was yeah. God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Derek. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Josh. I think Josh had some news though. I'm just teasing. I, I was just saying Brigitte is coming out soon. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, let's talk about Overwatch. Um, so, yeah, uh, Brigitte is coming out, as Josh just said, coming out soon. But she's not going to come out until season 10. Um, so they're going to fucking hold her off for six weeks before she hits competitive. She's going to she's gonna get released to quick play and all that stuff. But she's not hitting competitive until season 10, which seems... Is that because of uh the overwatch league the massive amounts of salt they no they have their own patches oh okay they have their own patches um like they don't even have the the new sombra rework yet ah um so they're on their own well i mean they're not going to need it apparently yeah ah, don't get me started okay okay so um blizzard blizzard's doing some dumbass shit lately um with all the fines that they're they're dishing out left and right um in the overwatch league uh this whole brigitte uh delay and then they're nerfing sombra after this giant work workaround that they just did because a bunch of fucking goddamn you know platinum's whined platinum genji's whined um they're they're adjusting her line of sight on her hack. So in case anybody didn't know, I'm, I'm wait, 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 wait. Are you using platinum as a derogatory term? Yes, but you never got out of bronze. I thought. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> okay, just checking. Okay. For um, continuity sake. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I hit silver. I hit silver. Oh, okay, good job. Yeah, I hit silver. But uh, there was a, a certain somebody drug me back down to wood wood tier. We're we're back what? in wood tier. What? We won both of our placement matches. Wood tear eat my ass um so they uh recently they they reworked sombra um we talked about it on our previous episode but they just changed how her ult is ca- calculated they increased or uh, they decreased hack time so that you can hack a character in much um quicker um uh 0.65 seconds as opposed to 0.8 um but um and then they, they changed what what the hack affected um but um they're gonna they're gonna nerf her that uh, if hack gets interrupted by damage, it goes on a two-second two cooldown. Um, and the problem with that is, is that a diva can sneeze on you from the, the other side of a map, or uh, a Ruper can sneeze on you from the other side of a map and interrupt your hack, and you're completely, um, you're completely, like, you know, dead in the water. And their, their whole gimmick, their whole, like, oh, well, they want to make it more competitive. You got to, you know, think more, you know, we have, you know, 200 IQ, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I, I think that that, um, uh, that, I don't know, that, that aspect to it is very, like, it, it takes the, com- like the, the competitiveness out of it and like, like actual, like, uh, planning and, uh, strategery, um, strategery, strategery. What the fuck is strategery? 
I think you meant to say strategy. Yeah, strategy. What the fuck? God damn it. Apparently we have George W. Bush on the podcast. Um, um, (laughs) 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 We went to a park in Botswana. Man, I'm just, I'm just on one today. Anyway, so uh, they're trying to like, like it takes all the strategy out of it. um, If, if it can be crippled that, um, that much from across the map. And, there it's going to uh, the the nerf's going to come out in the next patch um and a lot of people are like complaining that like hey you know um you you just re- did a major rework for this character and then you're going to like patch her out next month um but you left broken ass mercy for 6 months uh before you before you changed it like what's with this like what's with this i don't know not, not necessarily hypocrisy but like double standard so as a somber main i feel personally attacked um but we'll we'll we shall we shall see um we shall see how it uh it affects play um but uh yeah that's it for overwatch news any any, any input josh do you play sombra no but my input is that i'm looking forward to steamrolling all the sombras with diva again oh fucking 1v1 me. <laughs> so i i found something interesting out this week because i watched um dallas play forget who the other team was um but if you watch on twitch while they're streaming they give you like a like singular token like one of the overwatch league tokens so you can buy overwatch league skins uh but you only get one and it takes 100 tokens to get anything which i think is a little weird but i guess like if you watch you also have a chance of getting 100 tokens so you can get a skin um the other interesting thing that i noticed because i was in chat uh was that one chat is super toxic and two really um you can still cheer like you can with bits for regular streamers and yeah and if you cheer with bits they unlock different things for you like they'll unlock new skins and stuff which is a little weird i felt that they're like what is they have like a whole like q a section about it like oh what is where do my bits go and and what is Blizzard doing with it? Does it go to my team? And how would you know? And I just thought it was like kind of interesting that Blizzard is doing that and taking advantage of that ability like to cheer to to get bits for I don't know what they're doing with it. It's just fucking weird. It goes oh that is that is odd that you can yeah. like so uh, in case anybody listening doesn't understand, like you can you can donate on Twitch and there's a they built in um their own cheer function so basically you buy these things called bits um which is like their their currency they're like their microsoft points their bing points and um then you can like donate directly to somebody with a bit as opposed to um like donating from a different um uh ecosystem so you can donate to a streamer like uh if you uh have a favorite streamer like crippled kenny uh you can then uh uh, donate to to them directly through the Twitch ecosystem, and they have their own like uh, cut and everything. So yeah, so apparently what you do is if you cheer, it unlocks. You can unlock skins that you get. So basically, you're using real money to buy skins in game, which we already kind of do. But then it doesn't really clarify where the money is going and what the money is used for. So I think that's a little sh- like kind of fucking shady, if you ask me. Like, because it says, oh, it's available for English-speaking countries, and they've got it in Korea, but it doesn't say what they're using the money for. Like, does the money go to the streamer, like, the, the players? Does it go to funding Overwatch events? 
is it going straight to Blizzard's pocket? Like, what is what is this? Yeah, that's that's actually pretty. This? That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I just noticed that this week I got like the other thing I know found out is that you can just uh, you can just put Twitch up and go do other shit and you get coins. So, oh yeah. Because I accidentally left it up all night while they were streaming, even though I'd forgotten that I was watching it. And yeah, and I got like I got like ten coins. There were some good games, some yes. good upsets. Dallas did really well, I think, this week. That's all I got. All right. Anything else, ladies and gentlemen? Well, we have our mission objective from this week, which I would guess was from Courtney. Yep. Uh, which is how do you cure your game funk? How do you cure your game funk, Shane? Dude, I don't, don't I don't even know. Great answer. Great answer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you do? Like, do you have like a game that you go to, or like? So normally, like when I, I I have a gaming funk, I try to just remove myself from from gaming. Uh, normally, like what what I run into is uh, like competitive uh, problems. So like laddering in Overwatch or laddering in CS:GO, um, where I hit this like really like just awful wall where i'm like constantly losing and tilting and i just i just stop i like remove myself so my usually my go-to is to like play music or like practice djing or like work on a project um like removing yourself from the frustration uh seems to like really really help me you know i don't i don't have like a like a i don't replay games that often so like i don't like have a uh like oh i'm gonna go play you know i'm gonna go go do a, a run through this game or a run through that game. Um, so I don't have like a, a game that I go to that's like my comfort, um, but removing myself usually yeah, fixes it for me. Have you been through like, because you said something about like compet- competition fatigue, but do you have like where you just don't, like nothing is grabbing your interest in a game? Or is it just that you get frustrated that you're not doing well in a competitive aspect? Um, Usually if like a game doesn't like grab my interest, uh, I end up just like quitting and like giving it up. Um, oh. So yeah, that's that's kind of uh, that's kind of it for me. Where I just like you know I'll play a game to a certain uh, certain degree and then just kind of like stop. Yeah. I feel like I get gaming fatigue whenever I try to play anything that's not The Witcher Three at this point. Uh, that Witcher Three actu- circle in jerk. A- <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. In actuality, like I feel that from time to time where I will just not be feeling anything and I'll just jump into game after game after game and play for twenty minutes and just be like I'm not into it. Honestly, I don't feel I feel like I don't have a resolution for something like that aside from just like time. Like often I will on a day that that happens, like I end up jumping through four or five games and that's like all the gaming time I have, you know, so then and then I have to stop. And then by the next time I go to sit down again, I'm into whatever I, I'm going to play at that point. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. No advice. Play The Witcher 3 some more. Just, <laughs> just power just through push it. Push yourself through it. Yeah. I feel like once you get past the Griffin, it gets like exponentially better. Okay. So just uh, maybe I'll do that today after I do my other shit. Just push past the Griffin. That sounds dirty. Just push past the Griffin. Push past the Griffin. <laughs> the Griffin. What about you, Josh? What do you do when you get uh, oh. fatigued? Um, I just gets an Oreo frap. Ugh. No, I pi- I pile on I pile on important responsibilities. After I pile on important responsibilities, then I really just want to play everything and not do those. <laughs> said responsibilities see i've been like because i have a to-do list of shit to do i just and i could avoid it by playing video games but like yeah nothing is taken i've been watching a lot of drunk history and uh drawing i think for every for every individual item on my to-do list simultaneously adds one more game i want to (laughs) play don't don't pick up my list i i won't no, I wasn't. I wasn't planning on it. Mine is, <laughs> mine is big enough as it is. Don't pick up my list. You'll 
you, you'll get a divorce. Yeah, pretty much. You'll just play games all day in a, in a I'm basement. A, I'm already on my way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no. That's it. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. That's Geek Seat Games Podcast. Back to bed. Back to bed. I'm actually uh, thinking about going to get like a fucking shamrock shake. I think that's what I'm going to do this morning. Or an Oreo Frappuccino. And some Aww. and some nuggets. And some not Szechuan shush. Some Szechuan sauce? No. Nuggets! I want nuggets! Nope. As always, you can find us on Geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am on Twitter at Shane O'Hare. SSJ on gaming platform is Walter Chips Pound 1725 on Battle.net. Pretty gossip. You can find me on Twitter at AK Geeky Girl, and I think I'm Geeky Girl AK pretty much anywhere else. If you're looking for me and can't find me, send me a DM. And after your thorough background check, I'll think about giving you my info. Uh, I'm at D. Cranavelt on Twitter and CaptainK17 across uh, gaming platforms. And I'm at Inu Joshua at all social media and video game platforms. All I guess we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye! <laughs> Bye. God's plan. God damn it, you used Josh. to call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love. Call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city, you Got a reputation for yourself now Everybody knows and I feel left off Girl, you got me down, you got me stressed out Cause ever since I left the city, you Started wearing less and going out more Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor Hanging with some girls I never seen before You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that